Flight 229, you're clear for takeoff. Just like a flight plan, you have to know where you're going and how you will get there when you plan for retirement. Let Ryan Fleming help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. You're listening to The Pilot's Advisor. Welcome to today's podcast. Walter Storholt here with Ryan Fleming, financial advisor at Fleming Financial Group, serving you worldwide, based out of St. Louis right now. And you can find us online at pilotsadvisor.com. That's pilotsadvisor.com. Just check the description of today's show, and you can find uh, links and uh, more information, resources, and how to get in touch with Ryan if you have any questions at all about something that we talk about on the program today. Ryan, great to be with you this week. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Walter. How are you doing? Yeah, doing great. You uh, have a good uh, weekend? I actually got to do something very exciting this weekend. Not only is college football back on the horizon with their first, you know, uh, I guess it's the second big week of college football games, but I got to attend the Air Force uh, versus Navy, Navy game in Annapolis and was lucky enough to stand on the sidelines for that game. How was that experience, uh, especially being on the sideline? I bet that was, uh, I mean, I know you used to play, so maybe not quite as awe-inspiring as it would be for the everyday person, but must have still been pretty cool. Well, it was actually fantastic getting to see old faces, old friends, and then being on the sidelines for any you know college football game is exciting. Um, my squadron was actually dropping the Navy frogs into the stadium with the American flag, so that was exciting as well. There was lots of great flyovers. But more importantly is just being around those types of people. There's lots of camaraderie, and you know, there's something different about individuals out there that are la- uh, willing to lay their life on the line for the, you know, the good in our country and to protect our country. All happening during the uh, September 11th weekend as well. Must have been a really special time. It was. I mean, you know, 20 years since September 11th. So I think it was fresh on everybody's mind, the importance of, of what these individuals do. And also, you know, to reflect on on the, the horrible day that we had 20 years ago and, and why, you know, those that serve in the military matter and what they're able to do for us. It was, it was a pretty special day, Walter. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, we've got a really good uh, show on the way today. What we're going to be talking about is uh, Dave Ramsey, actually. And um, there was an article recently in the USA Today about why Dave Ramsey followers should disregard some of his tips on retirement savings. Now, this is pretty interesting, and I, I know you know who Dave Ramsey is, Ryan. He's kind of the get-out-of-debt guru, certainly very popular on hundreds, if not thousands, of radio stations across the country, big into podcasting and videos and live events all across the country. And anybody who's ever needed to get out of debt has probably been served pretty well by his advice. But uh, according to this author, uh, there are a few things that Dave dabbles in in the retirement world that we should be a little bit wary of, or at least take under some more heavy consideration. I'm just curious, before we dive into these different uh, points in this article and kind of walk through this, is this something that, um, is Dave somebody that that you've listened to, that you follow, agree with? Do you like Dave? Have you uh, interacted with him ever at all? Well, it's funny because it's definitely been an evolution. I feel like in my 20s, Dave Ramsey was a great person to listen to because it was back when many people were trying to figure out how to to have a budget and how to spend without getting credit card debt. And so I think he was a, a voice of reason at, at a, a point in time in your life. And I, I like to call it like back when you're in middle school, when you're trying to figure out how to live on your own and make proper buying decisions and, and having a budget. 
But, you know, as you go on in the in the planning world for, you know, retirement and saving for retirement, I'd like to think that Dave's, you know, still like at the, the middle school level where we want to get to a higher level of, of investment philosophy and what we're going to do with our money than just trying to get out of debt. I think that's the first step. That's a great point. Got to kind of know your audience a little bit. And it is important to remember that Dave is most of the time talking to folks who are deep in debt, maybe a little bit younger on the age spectrum. So when the advice starts gearing towards somebody maybe a little bit older who's done a great job of saving for retirement and doesn't have problems with debt, maybe it's a little bit different conversation. Well, looking at this article, basically the author, Christy Bieber, says that there are three ways that she thinks uh, Dave is steering people in the wrong direction in preparing for their later years. And the first one she breaks down is that you should choose mutual funds over ETFs or stocks. And he gives a couple of reasons here, Ryan. I'll kind of rattle them off, and then I'll be interested to get your opinion here. Uh, mutual funds are designed to be invested in the long term. It's possible to outperform the market by selecting the right mutual funds, and that ETFs come with costs. And while the fees are usually lower than mutual funds, they don't offer the professional management that mutual funds do. What's your reaction to maybe some of those pluses and minuses of the mutual fund ETF stock debate? Well, I think it's great advice that, that Dave Ramsey's saying, hey, let's invest in mutual funds over stocks simply because he's trying to tell investors to be, you know, be as diversified as you possibly can, not have all your eggs in one basket. Unfortunately, I think he hasn't really evolved in this world. I mean, that's very, very basic advice, but the, the drawbacks that he's talking about aren't really true. And where I would dig into this a little bit is, first of all, ETFs expense ratios are, are a lot of times lower than mutual funds now. They can be traded much more easily. And also, you can use mutual funds and ETFs off of each other in a taxable account to defer capital gains tax. There's, there's so many different things you can do out there, and there's so many different vehicles that the game has really changed over the years. And I think today, just throw your, your money in a mutual fund is, is showing me at least that Dave hasn't really evolved or he's just giving big picture advice like, hey, don't put all your money in one stock. Let's invest, invest in a mutual fund that would be a little bit more diversified. So sort of this sense of try not to just completely throw everything into one category here is just sort of like good or bad. And just remember that all of these different things, stocks, ETFs, mutual funds, and if we expand it out to bonds and other things, they're all just tools. And so it might be good for you. It might not be right for the person next door. And uh, just remember, it's going to be kind of dependent on your situation. Yeah. And, and once again, I think it's just very general advice that Dave's giving, but it's not necessarily advice that's good for everyone. And, and also, we're not getting more into the weeds to see better th options out there for investors that may, may be a little bit more savvy or, or have a little bit more money to do some other options. Have you ever wanted to learn more about the academic approach to investing and saving and planning for retirement that Ryan talks about here on The Pilot's Advisor? Well, if so, go visit pilotsadvisor.com pilotsadvisor.com. You can watch a quick webinar on the academic approach to investing. It'll show you how not to speculate and gamble with your money. It's all based on Nobel Prize winning research. It only takes about 10 minutes to get through the video and watch it. going to be worth your time, I promise you. Go check it out right now, pilotsadvisor.com. It's a webinar that covers that academic approach to investing, pilotsadvisor.com. All right, back to the show. 
All right, that's a good first point to break down. Number two, uh, she says, the author of this article, you can earn a 12% average annual return is something that uh, Ramsey has said before. Is that really a good estimation or barometer for what most mutual funds return in the long run? Well, I definitely don't think so. What do you think there, Walter? Sounds a little high. Well, and unfortunately, a lot of, uh, you know, the worst enemy of any investor is that investor themselves because of their behavior. So very few people could actually, you know, buy into the uh, average average annual return of a mutual fund. And in this case, he's talking about the S&P 500. But also, depending on what where you are in your life, consistency of returns is a major, major thing. And if you haven't looked at the difference between average rates of return and consistency of returns, this is definitely a big thing depending on your situation. Um, I have some, uh, some good material on this in a couple of my podcasts and webinars that you should, we should definitely uh, go into at some point. But uh, consistency of returns is just as important as an average rate of return. Um, the other things I'm seeing on this, uh, and of course I'm, I'm perusing the article as Walter is, um, what what other things did you think about this one, Walter? Well, I thought just to expand on your thought there, like it's a little bit different when you're saving money and the market's going up and down and it doesn't really matter necessarily in the end if you have 20% one year, 0% the next year, or even negative, as long as it kind of comes back up and you get that average. But that, you know, the order in which that happens in retirement can have a profound effect because you might be withdrawing money from those accounts. And therefore, if you're withdrawing a bunch of money on a down year, you're not getting that money back. Well, and also, you know, we're looking at the long term performance of the S&P 500 and that's U.S. large cap stock. That is one asset category. And if you want to look at the volatility of that asset class. And, and just like you're talking about, where you'd have to be pu- pulling money out of those funds when they're, they're when they're down forty percent, that's not the kind of portfolio you want to build. You want to build a portfolio that's not nearly as volatile and doesn't have as high high of a standard deviation. And if these terms that I'm using are foreign to you or it sounds like a different language, you should probably give us a call and we can analyze your portfolio and teach you a little bit about what we're talking about because it can have a drastic effect, almost an unsurvivable effect on your. Uh, on your portfolio if you're in retirement. It's a great point. And uh, yeah, the, the terms aren't meant to scare you or spook you or uh, confuse you at all. Uh, that's one of the big things Ryan wants to do is educate his clients on all these different moving parts. Not that you have to become a financial expert, but just to be aware of what some of the more important things about retirement planning mean and uh, how they work. And that education is all part of the planning process. By the way, uh, if you want to, I think a great idea, if you're trying to learn a little bit more about this kind of stuff, would be to pick up a copy of Ryan's Retirement Toolkit. Uh, This is for anybody who wants to learn how to escape the Wall Street casino and put your retirement on autopilot. The toolkit's packed with books from Ryan, uh, other special reports and information that's going to teach you about some of the basics of retirement planning, but also go into some pretty good detail, kind of teaching you the ins and outs of what you need to know as you prepare for your retirement future. Ryan sends these toolkits out for free. All you have to do is request one, and we'll put a link in the description of today's show so you can pick up your own toolkit. Or you can go to pilotsadvisor.com, and right there on the homepage, click Get Your Toolkit. Put in your info, and Ryan will get that out in the mail to you. Physical box that comes to folks, right, Ryan? It is, and we've gotten a lot of positive feedback, and it it really kind of forces people to take action. They kind of see, hey, you know, rather than continuing to think about this, maybe we should reach out and actually do some analysis and come up with a plan. And half of life is just having a plan and taking action. So 
I, I really uh, respect those individuals that w- reach out and actually ask for help. It's also nice uh, in this digital world to get something in the mail and uh, something tangible you can hold and read every once in a while. Just, uh, I don't know, makes it more real sometimes to uh, to not just read everything on a computer screen. So it's kind of nice to get something in the mail that way for free. Uh, so again, all you have to do if you want to get that toolkit from Ryan and put your retirement on autopilot is just go to pilotsadvisor.com or check the description of today's show for a link. All right, last but not least, Ryan, there's one other point in this article that we're breaking down on the show today about Dave Ramsey advice that we should maybe think twice about following. The third point that the author makes here is that you should pay off all non-mortgage debt before investing for retirement, or at least that's Dave's line of thinking that she's bringing up as a point. Reasoning being uh, that you should save for an emergency fund that covers three to six months of living expenses and pay off all your debt except for your home mortgage. Then you can start saving for retirement. But she says this is a problem because it could take years and all that time you might be missing out on 401k matches and uh, other benefits like that. Well, and I absolutely agree. You know, the answer, once again, is it depends. But I think that you don't just keep kicking the retirement can down the street because you have other things going on. It's all about a, a disciplined approach, you know, always be saving for retirement and always be paying down your debt and trying to get rid of it. And it's, it's very, you know, Dave used to say, even pay off your mortgage, you know, pay off your house. And when you start looking at interest rates and the way they are now, I mean, if you can't take your money and earn more than 2.5 or 3% somewhere else besides paying your mortgage down, then, then you need help. So once again, I think that, that things are evolving and changing and based off where interest rates are now, even on, you know, home mortgages or other loans, it becomes a conversation piece where previously the, the rates were so high that it, it really wasn't a conversation piece because you almost had to knock out that, that high interest rate debt first. But that's not necessarily uh, where we are in today's world. Very true. And uh, just another one of those things to be thinking about as you plan for your financial future and retirement, uh, how to handle debt, how to handle your savings. These are all the kinds of things that Ryan breaks down in his financial plans with clients. And again, if you want to meet with Ryan, talk a little bit about that opportunity uh, to get a review of your situation, talk about your financial plan, call or text. That's an easy way to get in touch. 843-475-3038 is the number. 843-475-3038 or pilotsadvisor.com, the place to go online. Ryan, great thoughts on the show today. Really appreciate your help and guidance. And uh, hey, let's do another episode uh, in a couple of weeks. Always enjoy it, Walter. Always here. And we appreciate all our listeners that are out there. Absolutely. Come back and join us again next time on The Pilot's Advisor. You've been listening to The Pilot's Advisor, featuring Ryan Fleming, a financial advisor at Fleming Financial Group, serving clients worldwide, but based out of Charleston, South Carolina. If you have any questions for Ryan on what we've talked about on today's show, maybe a future topic idea, or want to talk more about getting a complimentary review of your financial plan, here's the best ways to get in touch. You can go online to the website, FlemingFG.com. That's FlemingFG.com. You can also email Ryan. It's simply Ryan at FlemingFG.com. Or you can call or text to get in touch. 843-475-3038 is the number. That's 843-475-3038. Thanks for listening to The Pilot's Advisor. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting apps. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, 
and many more locations. So whatever app you like to use, search for the Pilots Advisor Podcast today and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.